Hey, After Buzzers, before we move on to your next topic, we just want to say thanks to our sponsor, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. Plus, there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Plus, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, and it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. Her bachelor fairy tale. I love you. Crash straight to the ground. I love somebody more. I trust in you. ABC Monday, May 23rd. JoJo is back. I'm the new Bachelorette. And she's rewriting her happy ending. Bring on the men. The Bachelorette. Season premiere Monday, May 23rd. At a special time. 9, 8 central on ABC. Hey guys, welcome to AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Joe Doyle, and we're about to chat Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, Season 2, Episodes 7 and 8. We can't wait to break them down for you. Stay tuned. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, AfterBuzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. like to let it breathe for a little bit because it's the best theme song in all of TV and Netflix. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to AfterBuzzTV.com. We're talking the unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. I'm here with some of the best co-hosts in all the land. I'm Joe Doyle. You can find me at Jojo Doyle on uh, Facebook, on Instagram, uh, on Twitter. And uh, why don't you guys introduce yourselves? Tell us where we can find you. I'm James A. Janice. You can find me at James A. Janice on Twitter and Instagram and on YouTube at Practical Folks. I'm Annabelle DeSisto and you can find me on Twitter at Annabelle Lee 417 There you have it, folks. Well, check us out and check out this next recap. We just jump right into it, go into episode seven. Yeah. This one's called Kimmy Walks Into a Bar. And it starts off as Kimmy's sent on a task. She needs to pick up a dress for uh, Jacqueline's gala. Uh, but on her way back from getting the dress, she has to use facilities. So she just pops into like, a little restaurant bar area and gets a little distracted after she goes to the restroom. Hashtag cute boy. Come Very cute boy. Yeah, yeah. He and he had a was he had a it was an army shirt. He could a see ranger, yeah. yeah ranger shirt, and he could see the uh, uh, the the drama in Kimmy's eyes. Uh, she he had no idea that it was because she was kept in a bunker for fifteen years. He thought it was because she had seen combat, and that's when they kind of started to click. Yeah, and I like that comparison of her time spent in the bunker to uh, like a vet's time spent overseas. It's the same kind of thing of, like, being in a dangerous situation that you don't want to be in, removed from society. And I like that they kept bringing up parallels throughout the episode to that. Yeah, definitely. Like, she had to con- continually adapt. And, and, and then we jumped into how PSD, uh, P- yeah, sorry. PTSD, yeah, yeah. PTSD, yeah, PTSD gets into the mix. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was pretty intense, especially when she starts punching people with phones. But I'm getting <laughs> way ahead of the, th- ahead of the game. Uh, she talks to this guy. They really click. They get some uh, nuggets together. <laughs> some nugs. Some nugs. Mm-hmm. Some tasty nugs. And then she realizes, oh, oh my gosh, I'm, I've left Jacqueline in a total bind. I got to run. And she bails with one important thing, without one important thing. His number. Without two important things. 
uh, his number, his address? And address. Oh. God. Yeah. Oh, you nice are very one. funny. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so, but she doesn't realize this until she first realizes, uh-oh, I didn't get his number. But then she starts talking with Titus. And I feel like there was that gag where it's the non sequiturs. I've, I've heard that gag somewhere before. I think it was on South Park. Um, yes, it was on South Park. I just realized what it was in the Hard- Hardly Boys episode. And they're starting to get clues. And they start going off of random things to kind of like ah, yeah. get them to think of it. I thought it was still great. I mean, it, I didn't go, oh, that's lame. That totally rehashed that joke. I thought it was really fun in that situation. Yeah, because what reminds her of the dress? Like, uh, salad. Yeah. But, but she goes about it in a roundabout way instead of just salad to dressing. It's like salad and then a bunch of other steps and then it comes back to dressing. Yeah, I thought that was really funny. That was really clever. Um, but she has to own up to Jacqueline that, oops, she kind of forgot the dress. Yeah. And while this is all going on, Jacqueline's having a little bit more drama of her own uh, that's starting to happen. Yeah. She, yeah, go ahead. Is that yeah. Anna Camp, right? That's the name of the actress? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Deirdre? She yeah. is amazing, and I'm so glad that they brought her back because she was in an earlier episode, and I really loved her there. And then, like, you got to see you got to see a glimpse of her character in that previous episode, and in this one, it just comes out full on that she's just this, like, tormented trophy wife who is way uh, more intelligent than what her role in life demands of her. And I just love the reveal that she wants Jackie as, like, a kind of arch nemesis. Like, she wants Jackie to succeed so she can have, like, a rival Just on to, her like, level. feel something. It's, like, her version of, like, cutting. She's like, I just want to feel alive. Exactly, Or stealing. Yeah. I've tried both. And they're, you know, <laughs> it's another show. <laughs> yeah. No, she even does say, like, the pain that she's feeling makes her feel alive. It's great. And she just sells the hell out of it. That, like, maniacal laughing to crying to laughing. It's, oh, I love her. Oh, yeah. And, and and she is excited to see what goes on and see how this actually comes you know comes to be because she's kind of set this up. She wants her to rise, Jacqueline, to rise to the occasion and to be that, you know, master evil villain to her, you know, be her foil. And Jacqueline freaks out at first. And I don't know if you guys thought this, but I thought this. When she ran out of that spa... Like I feel like she did like the Miss Piggy Muppet run out of that spa with the weird panic noises. Yeah, like <laughs> and like just kind of like ran off like that. She kind of looked like a Muppet. I maybe it was I just me. I would rather me. have done like the Kermit run. We'd be like, <laughs> yeah. But I totally got that vibe of her just like completely shutting down and freaking out because like I can't I can't imagine like if you wearing the same outfit to a gala, <laughs> let alone having the two galas at the same time. Social suicide. Yeah. Oh, my. Especially when Sting goes to the other one. Yeah. Because he's British. <laughs> That's true. That, that was so funny. That was so... I mean, you got to have Sting at your gala. Yeah. Or else no one's going to show up. It's not a gala if it's not Sting. Exactly. If he's not having tantric sex, he's at a gala. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's all Sting does. Um, And so... Oh, another... So the, another really funny uh, thing came in when Titus and Kimmy were talking. Um, and he st- she starts to question... Titus about Mikey problems. Yeah. And she goes, oh, that's why you've been shouting in the bathroom. <laughs> nope. <laughs> that's because of the cheese. Yeah. I <laughs> lost it. That was, oh, so terrifying and hilarious at the same time. So true to life. Yeah, because it instantly, like, it was it was like Family Guy was all of a sudden playing on the show because I instantly went to, like, a smash cut of <laughs> Titus in the bathroom just, like, 
really struggling and then back to it. I'm I glad that they didn't. It wasn't really Kimmy Schmidt's style to do it like that. <laughs> they but do, I would have liked do those it. cutaways sometimes. Yeah. I was half expecting. Them. Well, I yeah. mean, like with like, but I don't know about pooing. Oh, yeah, yeah, the poo cutaway. Yeah, I don't know if they would do the poo cutaway, but I kind of like to see it because they have done a lot of those cutaways. <laughs> yeah, and those gags. That's what I kind of like about Kimmy Schmidt is I feel like it's um, a hybrid of it's like a, it's a live action comedy. But they do so many things that you normally only see in animated shows. It's very cartoony. Yeah. I mean, down to the characters, like we've talked about before, they're they're very uh, larger than life, animated almost, in just like the way they are. And I think Kimmy is such a fun character because she's kind of cartoonish, but... It, it, she has like this reasoning behind it, this backstory that makes sense for why she would think a thousand dollar a plate dinner means like the plates are a thousand dollars. Like it's it's such like a childlike way of thinking. When I was a kid, I probably thought the same. Where you can thing. see where we're like, oh, that would make sense to a child. Like, yeah, exactly. So I think that they're really good at writing jokes that uh, fall into that vein. Where and that, it's very much like it's just like watching Thirty Rock, yeah. like the joke style where it's like how they would write for Kenneth, mm-hmm. like. It's so good and it's so smart. Yeah, yeah Jack McBrayer would actually be a really good uh, guest role on the show. Was he in the first season or no? Am I just imagining things? I don't. I don't think, think he, he was, was, but okay. he should come because he he's should, like, yeah. ki- like a male, like Kimmy. Yeah, yeah. it's like a mirror. <gasps> oh, oh. I yeah, that should be, be a casting director. That could be good. <laughs> Um, we did, speaking of, you know, guest people, I, I don't know if it was actually him or not, but I feel like, um, and now I, uh, for the life of me, I just forgot his name. The, um, who was the, the leader, um, from Mad Men. Oh, the, John, oh John Hamm. Hamm. Yes, John, John Hamm. Hamm. I don't know why I've totally forgot John Hamm's name. John Hamm, he doesn't wear underwear. Right. But was that him <laughs> with the upside down face? Did he come back? Yeah. I couldn't tell. It yeah. was him? Or I think so. I mean, it was his same voice. It was his voice. Yeah. I'm not sure if I'm not they... sure if they just got to stand in and had him what? do a voice. But what is he doing now? You know, nothing. I'm sure he could do it. Yeah. Oh. So well, no. Not, I mean, he doesn't need it. He's not out of work. Yeah. He's not on the street. He yeah. has Mad Men money. <laughs> yeah, he's definitely kicking with that. So, yeah, but that, one of those... One of those um, uh, you know, like predictions came true. I think did you predict it that he would come back? I feel like in a previous episode, someone predicted that we were going to get a little John Hamm again. Oh, it wasn't me. Okay, well, it wasn't. It's was not me. Uh, none of mine have come true. Right. I'm terrible. At this. I could have been dreaming it up. I, okay. I, I could have been dreaming it up. I could have been making things up. I, don't I mean, know. I dream of parts of John Hamm, but not the parts mm, you see on the show. Not the transposed. Yeah, not the. Uh, mouth they and normally eyes. just do waist up shots, which yeah. is unfortunate. No, I've been I've been kind of distracted because I've I've been thinking a lot about you know like with the Kimmy and the glove triangles and stuff like that. It reminds me of The Bachelor. And it reminds me about how Ben told Jojo that he loved her, right? But that fairy tale ending went crashing to the ground when he said that he loved someone else more, just like Dong is saying, uh, and sent her away with a broken heart. It was, I don't know, I think it was one of the most dramatic Bachelor finales ever, but we've been there and we've done that. We've all been there. ABC Monday, May 23rd, Jojo is back and yes. she's the new Bachelorette. The stunning fan fave from Texas leaving heartbreak behind and going from Ben to 26 new men, all hoping to be the one to make her happily ever after finally come true. Yeah. Are the, are the guys there for the right reasons? That's what I want to know. I don't know. No. I want to know if they're going to make a connection, and I want to know if JoJo finally gets her happy ending the way she's always wanted. You know, that surprise starts night one as the guys try to grab her attention right out of the limo and get that coveted first impression rose. I think that, you know... 
They're terrible gimmicks out of that radio. I know. But, you know, this new epic journey of romance, man tears, and drama is about to begin. The Bachelorette premieres at a special time Monday, May 23rd, 9 8 Central on ABC. So check it out. I mean, you guys have probably already binged Kimmy Schmidt. You need something else to watch. While you're waiting for us to catch up. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I know. You're like, come on, guys. Let's talk about it. But yeah, check out The Bachelorette. Special time, May 23rd. I'm going to be there. I hope you guys are, too. She's so hot, too. Super Brunette hot. Brunette Isla Fisher. That's what I called her. Oh, oh yes. Nice. See, yeah. that may be the main reason why I'm going to watch She it. has those two psychotic brothers who are super overprotective. It was really good. That's yeah. good TV. It is. It is. Uh, and there's a lot of battling going on, just like Jacqueline and, and, and Deidre keep battling throughout <laughs> this entire episode. And she finally, Jacqueline finally gets the idea. She knows exactly what to do to beat her. And it was given to her by Deidre, bringing the side pieces. Assemble the side pieces. <laughs> Assemble <laughs> side pieces. Assemble. <laughs> Woo. I, I totally wanted her to like get on the conch yeah. and start like trying to assemble the side pieces. I, I really liked that um, Jacqueline was known in the in the side piece bar. Yeah, as a legend. Yeah. She was like the Holly Madison of like the mistresses of the side pieces. She was number one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Let her speak. <laughs> She's a legend. I'll She's the best I've ever seen. Yeah. And then this that little nod she gives like, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> it was great. And, and she realizes that the best thing to do is every guy has a fantasy that his main chick won't do. No way. But the side piece knows that... They have to. Yeah, if, if they want to keep them interested, or at least think that they're going to get to do that with the side piece. Yeah. And so Jacqueline <laughs> decides to rally the troops and tells them to cash in those uh, those fantasies. And that moment, when she shows up at the gala, was my favorite of the entire episode. Oh, where she's like raising her <laughs> arms and everyone's leaving. That's so great. Because all of them are getting the texts from their mistresses. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Completely evil, completely hilarious. I, I felt like, I, I almost felt like it was in, um, it, she was Magneto. She was channeling Magneto at one point. It felt very, like, you know, comic book-like. Yeah, I, I my mind went to Game of Thrones Yeah, that's what, like, the only, I only fast-forwarded oh, to see dragon parts, so, yeah. like, I have no idea what anybody does, but, like, I just remember at the end, like, him going like that. And the Witch the... King, yeah. yeah Night yeah. King. Night King, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, my gosh, yeah. Spoiler alert, by the way. Oh, yeah. Spoiler there are dragons in the show. Sorry. I didn't mean to say it. Oh, gosh. This is going to be sorry, interesting. I'm going to get a lot of internet hate. Trogon, Rhaegon, and Viserion. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yes. I'm going to spill mine, but I'm with you in spirit. Dragons. <laughs> uh, oh, another thing that I don't think we've ever seen in this uh, season, or both seasons... That fantastic rug roll that Jackie does. Because... <laughs> <laughs> especially when she comes out of it. Bing! Yeah. Clutch. I want to know how many times they did that. I don't know. I, I'm feeling that it was like the first take. I bet it was. Yeah, because <laughs> Jane is, is that on point. Oh, man. But what were you saying? Uh, no, it was the rug roll. That's oh, it. Thanks for I tuning in. It. No, uh, <laughs> um, Titus, I don't think we've seen him 
kiss a guy before. I don't think so either. Yeah. yeah we finally got to see I, some action. Yeah, I mean, I know that he's, you know, getting some because he has the Xbox, you know, and he's, you know, definitely has everyone going on. Uh, but <laughs> we see a really special moment with him and Mikey share a little kiss, and I thought that that was really sweet. Yeah, and I like, too, that I feel like, you know, 10, 15 years ago on a sitcom, you'd have Titus find Mikey, although it wouldn't be a gay relationship, first off. But second off, the person would end up having a flaw, like Mikey talks too much, and just that would be it. Like, the rest of the time would be Titus figuring out a way to get rid of Mikey because of this flaw. But I like how in this show, they it gives a reason for the flaw. It's like, oh, he doesn't talk around anyone else so this is his chance to like open up to someone and then it flips that reason on its head and Mikey's like no man I don't even want to be doing this This I thought that's what you wanted I know he was just doing it because he was so nervous during the first date that he was like word vomiting which I'm like yeah (laughs) I've so done that but then I don't realize like I never get to the point where I like realize I'm like oh I don't want to be doing this and like I just keep word vomiting until (laughs) they leave um, oh. <laughs> which is a solid strategy if you're looking to get out of something. I word vomited a couple of dates ago, um, but then I, I caught myself, but then I called myself out, which was worse. Yeah. Like, I was like, oh, man, I must be talking a lot. How are you? <laughs> and just stopped, and it was not good. But, yeah, so see, he was word vomiting, but got caught in that situation. But it really gave us a great moment. Uh, one of my favorite moments of the episode Probably did I already say another favorite moment? One of them was when they were all sitting together. It's like, don't say a thing. These guys are from the, you know, from the construction site. Yeah. And then it goes, sup, sup, soup, soup. soup. The one thing that he totally screwed up. All he had to do was say sup, and he said soup. I thought that was so charming and so hilarious. Like Titus is. uh, So, do you guys watch Trailer Park Boys? Uh, I've seen some episodes, but not all of them. I've seen a trailer park. Uh, okay, you seen it? So, but, okay. I'm sure it's pretty so much like the same thing. <laughs> uh, trailer Park Boys is a Canadian uh, TV show, and it's a comedy, and they're about these guys that are just real, they're, they mean well, but they're just dumb as rocks living in a trailer, a trailer park, and they just try to make ends meet by doing illegal things, but trying to get, you know, trying to get by with the best intentions. But they're so dumb that they say regular words completely wrong. And and are completely real about it. They call raccoons rakins. Uh, <laughs> Sasquatch is called a Sam Squanch. Just again to give you guys an example of their stupidity. And I think it's great that Titus's character is doing that, but with straight, yeah, you know, wor- you know words or words that he thinks is straight words. Because what's he call the construction, uh, like confluction or something? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It, it was just another yeah one of the construction. That was another one that he mentioned. Um, and he's like in the smushers and the swingy balls, like he didn't know what the like when it, any of the uh, yeah. things were called. Yeah. which neither do I. I'm like the you know <laughs> yeah, what the what the things were called. And my dad's a contractor, and I still. <laughs> <laughs> but I thought that was I thought that was really fun, um, and it also brought us a great end cap to the episode as well, um, when they all start. You know, like the, the episode's over, but you see the other construction workers. Like giving their greatest confessions, and he said that he loved Titus. Yeah, I mean that he loved. Um, yeah, that he yeah. loved Titus. Yeah, and I thought that that was really sweet. So Mikey's in to stay for the rest of this season. I yeah, feel and like. I, I was so worried that this would be the episode where they got rid of it because it started off with like Titus being annoyed by him. But yeah, yeah, they just resolved that issue and moved on and 
I think it's a more interesting show because of that. Yeah, I, I completely agree with you. Completely agree. Also, now we know that one guy has a tail. A little tail. <laughs> yes, yes. I want to see that tail. Oh, I hope he comes back. I want to see that sweet tail. Um. <laughs> also, I like learned a really good... I always learn something from the shows. I'm like, oh, that's like a good tip. Like that when you're zoning out while somebody's talking to you, you just picture their, fa- like, their face flipping. I was like, oh, you just create like your own Snapchat filter. Exactly. To like look like you're paying attention. <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm definitely going to use that. I mean, I've been doing it during half the show, and I, it really did work. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. I could tell. I couldn't tell. I was completely fooled. <laughs> um, let's let's switch gears and talk about this. the next episode, episode eight. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one's Kimmy goes to a hotel. Kimmy goes to the hotel, and things get a little, a little freaky, and it leads me... So we'll get to it in a second, but I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm a little frustrated with the show. Uh oh. I mean, you know, I got a little beef. I got a little beef. Nothing too crazy. I still love it. Still gonna, you know, still Ooh. watch it. Tell everyone about it. But um, this one is cool because it's directed by Steve Buscemi. Yeah. Which I did not expect. I'm like, wait a second, did I see that? And I and I rewound it, and it said Steve Buscemi. And you know, I know like people like Fred Savage. You know, he's gone into directing, have a great directing career. I did not know that about Steve Buscemi. And yeah, I didn't know. Is it Buscemi or Buscemi? Buscemi. Thank you, Buscemi. This okay. is his brother, yeah. B- Buscemi, Buscemi, that directed it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I had to make sure. I, was try- I wasn't sure if it was like Buscemi, you know, something yeah. like that. Buscemi. Okay, no, he's yeah. not that You're fancy. Like, Look at him. The guy with the weird eyes. He <laughs> yeah. directed it. Yeah, and I thought he did a great job. Um, but this one is, they jump right into it because at the end of the last episode, mm-hmm. Kimmy says that she's missed 15 Christmases, or roughly 15 yeah. Christmases, Um she didn't allude to it was because she was in the bunker to the guy the ranger that kind of just kind of went off into the you know rest of guest star land um, PTSD he was so hot he was, was. Like, he was pretty dreamy oh did the PTSD incident kind of like put the nail in the coffin on that relationship uh, yeah that is true yeah when she put him in the uh, that crazy uh, headlock yeah like the, he heard the crash style. and he like yeah. he got down on the ground well, and I, then I she... feel like that's something you can overcome Aw, yeah, he was so good looking. Now, see, over talking, you can overcome PTSD. Well, no, you can overcome PTSD too. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <I was> thinking, <laughs> we're getting mixed now messages the soldiers from watching. There's yeah. yeah, but uh, but so, anyways, that, that's not the the problem that I had with it. So, um, he just lost the combat vet demo. Yeah, I know our right? biggest demographic. Dang it! Um, but Kimmy shows that she's doing another fake Christmas. And everyone's around, gathering, having a good time, until all of a sudden, guess who shows up in the window? Santa. Like, <laughs> Santa shows up, <laughs> except for she looks like Mrs. Claus a little bit more. <laughs> like, and and she has the scrunchie mm-hmm. that that Dong has been secretly keeping from her. And what a moment for Kimmy, even though she she made the decision really quickly what she was going to do. Yeah. And uh, and and she wanted to just you know protect Dong. Uh, because we, I think she loves Dom. Oh, we know. Oh, we, I think we all know she loves Dom. And uh, I thought that was really sweet. She and that lady is so. What's her name again? Uh, so- Sylvia. Sylvia. No. Sonia. Sonia. Yeah, I think it was Sonia. Yeah. Sylvia. Yeah. So she's so nuts. Uh, she realizes, okay, this is this is good. Um, Dong's not to be at fault. That Kimmy is a big. What is it? A slut burger. <laughs> uh, a hoe burger. Um, and owns up to it. And in the meantime, she won- runs off. And in the middle of this revelation, Jacqueline comes in saying that the Jews are trying to take her painting. And I was like, oh, man. this Because I, I didn't know. I mean, I figured that she was 
a little racist. <laughs> but I didn't know that she was like... Anyways, I thought that was pretty funny that the Jews were trying to take her, their stuff back. Uh, this this scene opened the season, right? Didn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It was, oh, you're right. Yeah, yeah. This scene was at the top of episode one. It and you like, had no idea what was going on. You're like, what? How many episodes did I miss? Yeah. Like, it was... And I'm, I'm trying to figure out the reason why they did that, because I don't feel as though it really added add, anything. Yeah, I... I think I think the reason they did it was they probably maybe they wrote this scene and then was like, dude, how weird would it be to someone who like just came from season one to watch this scene? Oh, let's do that. Yeah, I mean it didn't really add any. I mean, but I felt like way too many things happened in the first episode. Yeah, I do. I do think it's funny that when you first see that scene in the beginning of the season, you're like, what is all this random stuff? But yeah, then, I'm always like, oh, maybe this is gonna be too much work. Yeah, it's like oh, if it's like Homeland where I have to like them, like I'm I'm right. out. But then when you see it at the beginning of this episode, everything makes sense. It's like, oh, that's why Titus is kissing that Santa. And, and talking in Japanese. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> uh, Murasaki doesn't do Christmas. <laughs> doesn't yeah. do Christmas. Yeah. So yeah, it's like, okay, it's all this random stuff that now makes sense after just seven episodes. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, geishas don't get Christmases. And their mm-hmm. lives are terrible. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we find out, that trying to get these paintings, is to, uh, we find out the, the people representing the people, the Jews trying to get the painting back, is David Cross. David Cross. Which is great. Another great, you know, performance, a little, you know, special cameo appearance. <laughs> and he represents Harry and Ivana Ida Wiener. <laughs> uh, <laughs> which was the greatest. I loved all those Simpsons, you know, like, uh, crank calls. And, yeah. And this is Or just... when you would have a substitute in school and they were like, just pass your name around and write it on the clipboard. And like, yeah. <laughs> you'd have all those crazy names. And he's like, see more butts? See more like. <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> yeah, this totally outdoes that. Because what's that one? At the end, it's like I've I've uh, it's something because of butts. Oh yeah, I, yeah, my wiener wiener hurts. Yeah, wiener, wiener hurts, hurts because, because of, butts. of butts. Yeah, <laughs> and I was like, oh, oh yeah. <laughs> the one guy spent all day writing that joke. And and you know what? I, if I was that guy, I would have just been sitting. I'd have been stoic the whole episode until the very end, <laughs> and then I would just be like. Just a little giggle and a sip of my coffee, and then that would be the best moment of my writing career, I feel like. Probably, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> so, speaking about I Want to Eat a Weeder, Dong shows up at Kimmy's window uh, to thank her for, you know, kind of taking the fall with Sonia um, because he realizes he gets caught, then he's really screwed and is going to get kicked out of the country. Um, and. They start to chat a little bit and realize that they both have these feelings and decide to just run away together to the most romantic place ever, the Poconos, <laughs> which I feel like is super romantic from like the Glass Menagerie. Like, uh, I, I don't know, was that another another different thing? The Tennessee. Yeah, the Tennessee Williams. With the girl who was like schizophrenic. Yeah, yeah. Then they. I mean, like, I can't think of a the... more romantic story <laughs> well, no, than a sixteen-year-old no. with schizophrenia. Because they're going to go to the Poconos in the in the play. They're oh, gonna, they're going to go okay. get it's married. It's a deep cut, Joe. I'm sorry. You're going I'm sorry. A deep cut. That reference went over my head. Yeah, you guys, you guys, you know, the soldiers and the huge theater. It's a huge Tennessee Williams fans. Yeah, yeah you guys. You're really know. alienating everyone. I'm, tr- I'm trying. I'm trying to bring it around. You know, everything. You know. But uh, millennials, look up Tennessee Williams. You'll yeah. love it. I hope y'all been reading Tennessee Williams. I'm gonna go home school. and read that. Yeah, yeah. Check it out. What's it? The, the, the Glass, Glass Menagerie. Ball? Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, it's a great play. Cool. Yeah, listen to the book. Yeah, or, or yeah, get the Spark Notes. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> so they decide to head to the Poconos, where they uh, find the most abandoned like hotel. It looks like it's haunted as hell. Yeah. Like for a second, I thought they did a cross. 
into American Horror Story for a <laughs> second, and I'm like, oh no, this would be hilarious, but also really horrifying if they like, did yeah, step into a the hotel. hotel motel Holiday Inn was like. It was very Grey Gardens. Another yeah. another old reference for yeah. all the millennials. But there, it was like dilapidated, and there were a bunch of like raccoons, and yeah. which I would love. It ended up being a Federal Reserve for raccoons, <laughs> which was hilarious. And she's for like, Rakins. "Look, they have tennis," and she holds up like what she thinks is like a funny, like a funny, a fuzzy green uh, tennis ball, and she's like, "Oh, never mind. I think this was an orange." Oh, that um, was nasty when I because I think that they add a little squish too. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, but yeah, yeah. It was it was nuts. It was nuts. <laughs> Um, and now we're starting to get closer to the, the issue that I have. Okay, yeah, yeah. Tell us the what episode. your issue, man. So, okay. Because I feel like I know what it is. Kimmy Raw Dog Dong. Oh, that's your issue. Okay. Like, yeah. <laughs> what, in the police car? Yeah. Like, there was no condom use. Oh, yeah, because he has a latex allergy. Oh, yeah. that's true. That's true. Kimmy Raw Dog. I lost it. Raw Dog to Dong. That's not safe. That kids... Like anyone out there that saw that go down, don't be yeah, like Yeah, do it the safe way. Pull out, you guys. Be responsible. <laughs> or do some, use some protection or some contraceptives. I'll I mean, tell you right now because the only safe way is abstinence. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Best rim shot ever. <laughs> oh, but that's that's my issue is that because they were talking about wanting you know to get it on and everything was you know peachy and great and they were going to be all safe about it then Dong has the allergy and uh, rightfully so kills the moment (laughs) but then kills the moment even further when they get arrested because they have to call for help because Dong is like really swollen yeah and uh, and not in a good way not in a good way no (laughs) Uh, I thought it was coming Uh, no so they get arrested and they say let's do it in the in the back of the cop car which would be hot that is fine. I don't okay. have any, you know, if you're on a bang in the back of a cop car, that's great. I don't know. I said it was kind of gross in there. But it's not always going to be perfect. <laughs> right? Where it's for me to live by anytime I'm starting to hook up with someone in a car. It's not always going to be perfect. Do the job. Uh, but I, I just I just thought that everybody use condoms out there. Uh, don't raw dog it with, you know, some dude for the first time. My, my concern is that, uh, you know, she had the phone thing. She, like, hit him with a phone. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then later she said, um, like, you're in handcuffs, so that makes me feel safe. And I'm wondering if the show is alluding to her having been sexually harassed in the bunker by uh, the Reverend. Because that's the only explanation I can think for why she would have that reaction to, like, Dong moving in on her romantically on a bed and she just like instinctively attacks him. Yeah. Like, yeah. why? I don't think that's just a throwaway gag. And I'm like, wow, did the show really go there? Because that's, that's the first thing I thought when that happened. I think it's like implied when, I mean, just on the base of the show that these mole women have been kidnapped and had to live underground with a psychopath. Yeah. But I don't, I don't and think plus, it's I don't ever... think she's ever been. I mean, she was kidnapped when what? She was 50 or like really young so it's like I, she's never had that experience before like with the guy so she's never I wonder I wonder if because she said that she lost she, it was her first time I mean I've been with guys and I still want to hit them with their phones while I'm like so you know That's super hot <laughs> you, um, know, you guys okay. haven't been in that position but uh... <laughs> okay so uh, I don't know it's a thing um, a little glistening there yes it's in here so, uh, anyways um, but I wonder if it was because if, if it was I don't I don't know I didn't get the vibe that it was sexual 
I got the vibe that it was from abduct the actual act of abduction. Oh, I see. Yeah, I so I mean I'm I could see how it would but go. But like yeah, like a guy's like coming onto her, you know, being really close to her and Yeah. Yeah. And so I think maybe that because because the first time that the P uh, TSD happened was when he grabbed her really quickly and then that initiated the oh my gosh I'm getting grabbed and getting taken. Oh, in the previous episode. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Maybe, but I mean I don't know. But that that's the way I saw it. But I can I understand where you where you're coming from on that one too. Yeah, because or maybe just she just has a fetish. You guys like let's just not a phone judge. Fetish? Yeah. Th- that's true. I would Phones, ha- you know, handcuffs. Like, let's not, you know, everyone has their thing. Everyone, you know, S&M, does what they do. Yeah. I randomly found myself at the bondage ball here in L.A. a couple years back on Halloween. And, uh, yeah, Ooh. you know, Stranger Things have happened. How was that? Incredible, actually. It was pretty cool. Yeah, good times. A lot of fun. <laughs> yeah. Good. I met a cat woman, and uh, she had a riding she crop. She would be right at home there. Yeah. And yeah. So, um, so that's that went down then. And then... Meanwhile, while they're hitting it raw dog, um, Lillian is having some nice moments. We kind of skipped over Lillian and and uh, and uh, Jacqueline. I always call her Jackie Lynn now. Yeah. Um, so Lillian and Jacqueline kind of get together to try and solve the the painting issue. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was great because I could be wrong, but I feel like this is the first time that uh, Jacqueline and Lillian pair together. I think so. Yeah. Uh, maybe they've gone like against each other in the first season because like Jackie yeah. is really everything that Lillian is against in this show. Like Lillian's character, especially at this point, has just been evolved to like you know anti gentrification, anti government, um, anti yeah working class versus like the aristocracy, and like Jackie just represents all this stuff that we know Lillian hates. So I like seeing them work together. Yeah. And seeing her, like, immediately fall in love with that apartment when she gets in there. Like, a rich guy could murder really someone. Mur- yeah. <laughs> yeah. Totally. I guess, American like, Psycho. Yeah, and that's <laughs> what I thought, too. I'm like, oh, yeah, it does look like the American Psycho apartment. <laughs> um, great moment. I should have saw it coming, but I didn't with the painting and how she painted it. And it was just, like, complete other... I don't... I, I know that that's a painting. Yeah. That, that, that's a, it's a, a, a very famous painting. I couldn't tell you the title of it. I don't know art. But, yeah, I'm not, I don't either. But I know that that was... If it's not the dogs playing poker, you know. <laughs> yeah. I, don't know. I know that was a special one. And so that was that was a funny moment where all of a sudden it was like, ah, that's... I get yeah, like, it, which kinda. one is the original? Yeah. <laughs> that was pretty funny. Um, and so they end up... Uh, she, she can't fight it. Jacqueline has to send the... Uh, the painting back but then whole new hook we might get david cross back in some more episodes because she mr. turns on amber the charm Tamlin? yeah mr amber tamlin <laughs> that's how i know him <laughs> amber might be a little frustrated because uh jane's getting some i think she's gonna get some yeah i hope so i mean well heck we could just jump right into our predictions right now since oh, we're talking about that Why do I feel like I'm being abducted? I just want to hit someone with the ball, people. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, do we? So, first, we'll, we'll have a chance to kind of everyone go through their own predictions. Okay. But I'm going to pose this prediction to you guys. Yes, sir. Uh, do you think that Jacqueline and David Cross's character, which I can't remember his name, um, are going to hook up? Is he going to come back? Are we going to see more? I'm going to say yes. Okay. Now, long term, 
No, I think maybe one episode. Short term bang. Yeah. Okay, what about you? Uh, yeah, I mean, he stole my answer, so I don't think that's fair. Okay, uh, okay. But yeah, I because I felt like they they were doing. Uh, you guys probably didn't see it, but like Sex and the City, like a Charlotte, like he was like the version of Harry because she gets with the lawyer and he like at first she's not attracted to him at all mm-hmm. and they're I don't know they're both bald and they're both lawyers I guess that's where the comparison ends but sounds <laughs> like, solid to me well quirky you know yeah. like yeah when they least expect it no I totally followed that like uh, completely because Charlotte that's the last thing that she wanted uh, was this kind of I mean he's not schlubby like he's a put together like type of yeah like yeah. dad bod guy <laughs> and, and like you don't even have to have a bod if you have a plane I'm, you can be one of those torso people I don't that's care that's true it's true it's, I'm kind of <laughs> everybody looks the same on a, on a private plane I'm you know kind of like a nerd those people who are just like just, you know, like just a torso and hand, then they write like, some like motivational book. Johnny say, got like, his No gun. limits. Wow. I'm like, I think you have limits. Okay. I think there are some limits. Uh, <laughs> but you know what, guys? They're doing better than me. <laughs> yeah. You guys have seen, like, you know, the people. Exactly. Like, book? I mean, yeah, no, I have I'm, no physical problems and I can't, you know, I can't do a marathon. Uh, and then all those people can. I ran two half marathons for uh, Disney and Leukemia and Lymphoma Society, so. Yeah, yeah, you could do. Oh, you could do. I mean, I I'm okay with this Netflix marathon. I feel like that's, All right, the, yeah, that's your marathon. the only marathon that's I can totally really cool. enter. Uh, speaking of marathons, a show that I marathoned quite a bit. Yes. Back in the day, and we had to do it a little differently back then. You had to go with like VHS tapes. Um, Dawson's Creek. Oh yeah. They yes. talked big time with Dawson's Creek, and then Joshua Jackson. Yeah. Shows up. I was excited because I didn't even need to look up his name. I was like, oh my gosh, it's Joshua Jackson. <laughs> yeah. He's in the house, but he played this other. What was it, Frank? No, not it was, Percy. Was oh, that his, Pacey. Oh, Purvis was his. Perv, yeah, Purvis, Purvis, or uh, yeah, it was some weird name that he played, and uh, totally talks about Dawson being a Dawson's Creek super fan. Yeah, and uh, I really appreciated that because I was with them 100. percent I loved that show. Like secretly, oh man, I had. A, oh, man. I don't think I've ever seen an episode. Yeah, that was like a little bit before. Like, not like you're that much older than me. No, I am. but it's like I'm I, older. I. Knew of it, but mm-hmm. it's like I didn't. They use like really big words. Weren't they like all super smart and that they used words that nobody that age would use? Well, they true? were very descriptive in their love and struggles that they had. You know, for young people, I would be like sitting there watching. It was like I would not have described it like that, Pacey. Um, <laughs> Dawson, come on. Yeah, chill they would the, do like the freaking monologue, like yeah, okay. soliloquies of just like I'm just like, oh, you could have just said like, hand me the water, and it was yeah, just but, like this like long thing. Yeah, like, wow, but it was more romantic that so way. Smart. It was it was a coming of age, you know, like story about. And he would come through her window, like very like Clarissa explains it all. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, because really? they were best was... friends to start with. Yeah. Oh. Uh, and, what was the creek all about? Anything cool happened there? Oh, that was just you know like they you know they that were, were just because Dawson didn't own the creek they just lived by it. Yeah, no, it was like that was like the area you know like Dawson didn't own the creek. No, as a possessive apostrophe s in that <laughs> title. That, well, I mean he was the man. He was BMOC. He was BMOC. Big man on campus. So he, it was kind of like his. Okay. But Joey got with Pacey first, right? I know. Oh, maybe jo- if he owned that creek. Is Joey a girl? Joey, yeah, was Mrs. Tom Cruise for a short time. Yeah. Yes, oh. Kate Holmes. Kate Holmes, yeah, yeah, that's where she got her start too. Talking about under, like under bunkers, yeah, yeah, like, <laughs> about being abducted. So you guys learned, you guys learned. If you learned one thing today, you know that I love 
a very eclectic guy. I love The Bachelorette. Mm-hmm. I love Tennessee Williams, and I love Dawson's Creek. Yeah. Um, so put that on my Tinder account. I was gonna say, I'm like, that is a dream. Yeah, a, really. Yes. Oh, well, uh, we'll just I, I think quite I hear the your phone going man. off right now. Oh, oh, oh <laughs> yes. Don't forget those to get those digits <laughs> at the end. That's what you're supposed to do. That's what Titus says. Um, so. So those are those are the couple of the predictions that we have. Getting back to predictions, yeah, is um, that we're going to see David Cross come back. Mm-hmm. Now, do you guys have any other predictions just about the show in general? Uh, last week, I said Jackie would uh, not make money, right? Yeah. Okay, my prediction is she will get money again now. Oh. Yeah. I like now that she's. I like that because it's like you're not going to get it when it's like the Thor and the hammer. Her, mm. she is, she is Thor, and the hammer, Mew Mew, is money. Is that how you say it, Mew Mew? Oh, oh that's, like, that's, that's what they call it. That's, yeah. that's, that's the name. Okay. No, I'm not having a stroke. There's you were just like coast. Thor, and, Mew, and I was like, what's Mew, Mew. I don't know. I don't speak Norse, you know, like, but anyways, it's the name of the hammer, Thor's oh, okay. hammer, yeah. is Mew Mew. All right. So, so her, weird. I know, Jacqueline's hammer is no, money. say it. Do it again. That's my okay. okay. And when she it sounds is worthy, right. It sounds spot on. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. And when she is thought worthy of the Mew Mew money, <laughs> she shall rise up and defend the weak, a.k.a. Kimmy Schmidt. This actually is this, this tale of Thor. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Lofty. <laughs> so, but I like I like see and you took us there without even knowing it by saying that now that she won. Oh, don't blame this one on me, man. I was gonna say yeah, you took us there. <laughs> Great. So, uh... I brought us to Mirror Mirror. <laughs> yeah, well, because it's true. You know, like now that she's she's gonna get that money. Now that she's kind of paid her paid her toll. You know, like and realizing okay, this is what I'm trying to do and do good for the society and the gala. Yeah, yeah. And help nice. the na- help help her Native Americans that know like. That yeah, nobody yeah, at the gal yeah. got the gala cared about. Yeah, not at all. Uh, like, I'm not sure. I know this is like only affected me. When the thing that I did not like yeah. is that in the gala episode, mm-hmm. everybody else. I'm not sure if any of you saw this extra that was in the back, but to me, it was blatantly obvious. Everybody else is in like suits she and had a cocktail white tank top? And yes, I remember. Yeah. Like there was a girl with a, just a white tank yeah, top. I saw that too. And I was like, did some PA just like walk into the scene and they're like, eh, you know, we already shot it. But it is so blatantly obvious yeah. the whole time I was like I, I was literally I don't even notice costuming that much I just, like, it was I, a dude no. no it was a girl in a, it wasn't else like a dress it no. was like it did it not was look a wife like a dress beater. Yeah. it was a Kevin Federline wife beater and just pants and I was just like what extra got lazy and she's like eh this is uncomfortable yeah. I mean I've been that extra many times where I take off my shoes and I'm like I'm girl 77 at the bar. Nobody's going to notice me. But that was a very small scene. Like, yeah. not a lot of people. And it was just around, like, gowns, cocktail dresses, and then this and white M&M. tank top. Oh, yeah. So I'm so glad that, okay, yeah, no, I was I like, I'm going to say that. this, and no one <laughs> is going to realize it. But guys, go back and watch it. And it was just, that's all I could see for the rest of the episode. I mean, everything was on mute. I was just... Wow, it that's just, great. Yeah. I, guys, I feel bad awful. I missed out, so that's good. Well, have you done extra work? I have. Oh, you have? Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. I, got... I definitely have. And I'm like, why didn't that person get sent home? Yeah, I was just yeah. like, what wardrobe person got was not, you know, paying attention? Yeah. Uh, no, I did. I <laughs> she did. was that crafty. Well, that <laughs> happened. I got tear gassed on a set one time doing extra work on the what? set of Las Vegas. Yeah. All right. It well, was not, nuts. Not to brag, so. I was an extra on Glee, and they took me out of the scene because I looked too old. Uh, oh, no. <laughs> I, then I was like, I look like one of the parents of the kids at the high school. Oh, so they had no. To, they had to take me out. <laughs> 
uh, I, I was also Donkey Lips. You know the you yeah, know, donkey, I know donkey Lips. Lips. I was his stunt double one time in an episode of The Riches. That was that was what my my illustrious brief extra background career. What stunt did you have to do? Uh, we were about to beat the crap out of that kid. I think it was Noah, the blonde, the toe-headed kid. We were about to beat the crap out of him at a uh, at a football game with baseball bats. And so since we were waving stuff around and you know you know kind of jostling them around we had to you know have that have that training did you get sag for that uh, I, I, I might have gotten a voucher <laughs> yeah. voucher for that, that hate crime good yeah. for you all worth it yeah, yeah. I might have got that tapped hardly son <laughs> <laughs> um, so <laughs> my prediction okay I gotta I, I, I'm, I'm gonna be honest guys I, I'm not gonna spoil it even though everyone else I'm sure has watched this I saw I, I saw a, a little screen Cap, you know how like each episode has a little screen cap. Oh, uh, yeah, I saw it too. And I saw who's going to be coming yeah. up in an upcoming episode. Did you see that? Um, I'm I really s- excited for that. Yeah. I was probably just still thinking about the wife beater. Oh, you probably were. Yeah. Oh, you know, this is like a couple episodes down. Next week, yeah, um, we're gonna see, we're gonna we're gonna see a lot of dreams realized uh, <laughs> since the first uh, episode of this show. Um, and so I, I want I want my my, you know, like kind of a prediction to be along those lines, but I don't think I should. I think I've already said too much. Um, murmur. Murmur. So that's, yeah, so that that's mine. But okay, I will. Your pr- prediction is a thing that you saw and know is coming. <laughs> well, I wanted to, okay, so new prediction. That's how predictions <laughs> okay, work. New prediction. Okay, new prediction. New prediction. Yeah. And it goes along with the old prediction. When I said something, I'm like, that's ridiculous. They're not going to make it happen because in real life, it's already happened. Kimmy's gonna get pregnant. Okay. Oh God! You no. are going with that. All right. She w- she hit a raw dog. When I said it they last, they could have had lambskin. No, they could have bought no, two different no, kinds no, at the obviously not. store. No, ob- but still, but still, Wait, pulling lambs. out is not proper Isn't contraceptive. Like a different type of lambskin is a different type. You can't get Does lambskin it? condoms. Does it feel good? I have no, no. I'm waiting till marriage. I mean, no condoms. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, I don't know, but that's the thing. So, like. I, Wait, first, what if Kimmy's just on birth control, man? She doesn't know what birth control is. Oh, yeah, you're probably right. She'd be like, she'd be like oh, if anything, she'd be like, oh, it's candy, and oh, I'm on a diet. Pop and she'd, like, up. skip a couple of days <laughs> and mess everything up. <laughs> you know? So. I want to see that. Up. That's my prediction. Kimmy goes on birth control. Oh, they should make him, like, little candy necklaces. God, I'm giving her all these million-dollar... Oh, don't oh, take my Shark Tank I gave. Ooh. Oh, that's so good. <laughs> right? Isn't that a good, like... Yeah. I mean, are they are they delicious? Mm, probably not. I've never, I've if, if never take, been on. If you, oh, I don't know. I don't know. Like, if you take more of them, like, because is it like baby aspirin? If you eat a bunch, it's more effective, or D- no? I don't okay. think that you can like carb load on them, and that yeah. keeps you safe for a couple like, months. Extra I, protected, like you're going to like you know some cruise to <laughs> you know I don't know. Oh well, just don't, I mean don't go on a cruise and don't go on a floating Walmart. Yeah, well, don't do that, and don't hit it, raw dog. Uh, a lot guys, of life lessons to, a lot, a lot of life, life lessons, lessons you're preaching. And I out. learned about Tennessee Williams. So. You learned about Tennessee Williams. I think Kimmy's gonna get pregnant. That is like the death of a show. Oh, I hope they don't do that. Mm-hmm. She doesn't have to go through to term. Ooh, Ooh you think Kimmy Schmidt's gonna get that controversial? I don't know. Yeah, I Joe mean, wants to see the abortion storyline. I mean, I'm know? completely for it. I'm just saying, maybe, maybe, maybe there's a false alarm. Maybe something. I don't know what happens. Maybe she gets a pregnancy scare. As long as Jack McBrayer plays the abortion doctor, I'm all on board. Oh yes, yeah. that would be great. 
So on, on this note, before we get too controversial, why don't we just go and ask where they can find you guys on uh, on social media so they can contact you and say how much offensive things I've said today. Sure, yeah. I'm James A. Janice. You can find me at James A. Janice on Twitter and Instagram and on YouTube at Practical Folks. What about you, Annabelle? And you can write me compliments on my Instagram at AnnabelleDesisto. No, no dot com because it's Instagram. No, HTTP. Just AnnabelleDesisto on Instagram. I'm such an idiot. And you can go ahead and, uh, you know, tell me your comments, whether hitting at Raw Dog is great or if you should wrap it up. At JoJo Doyle, hit me up or on Twitter. Or if you think birth control tastes good. You know what? Any, yeah, tell me your thoughts on comments. birth control on Twitter. I'd love to hear from you. Um, maybe I'm old-fashioned, but don't hit a raw dog for the first time in the back of a cop car. I'm Joe Doyle. Have a great day. <laughs> we'll see you next time talking Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt on AfterBuzzTV.com. From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.